five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Hello and welcome to another episode of Holy Half Hour. My name is Michael and with me as always is my co-host Kieran. How are you? Hey Michael, I'm well. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. I haven't, I miraculously have managed to not hit my bald head off of anything since our last episode. Good. So uh, I don't need to bore you with the thoughts of, uh, of head whiskers. However, it's been brought to my attention that last episode I posed to you a question and then never followed up on getting the answer. <gasps> terrible, terrible, bad form, bad radio form. Not that this is radio. Um, I said to you, Kieran, that uh, my colleagues and I had been discussing if uh, we could have the lost letter to the La- Laodicean church from Paul would there be a book of the Bible that we would sacrifice for it? And uh, the answer, it's okay to say no. All scripture, very important, wouldn't, wouldn't touch any of it, need it all. But is there a book you would consider swapping in the Bible to have, have a perusal at that letter from Paul to the Laodicean church? Yeah, I mean, to be honest, it would probably be something like Philemon, Philemon, mm. something mm. that uh, while is very important, I'm sure, in the canon of Scripture. It's like <laughs> half a page long, and it's a very personal letter between two people. So mm. I would probably, if I had to jettison anything, it would probably be something like that, because the that stakes are lower. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I totally yeah. disagree. I love Philemon. Yeah? I think it's one. it might mm. well be my favorite book in the new testament no that's not true wow. but i do i do love it i do genuinely love yeah. it because it's such sorry i don't want to start talking about philemon but it's such a powerful letter like oh hey philemon um so i'm sending you this letter along with your slave onesimus who escaped and and uh, you know did something bad to you but not only do i want you to to welcome him back into your household but he's no longer your slave he's actually your brother now okay bye like that's such that a is powerful cool. gospel like that is boom. cool yeah, like, yeah. no more Isn't slaves it? no more free no more jews yeah. no more gentiles this guy is your equal because of christ like, yeah yeah oh gives me tingles gives that's me tingles, good man Kieran. Anyway, yeah well sorry. you've inspired me to you've inspired me to look at it again that oh, is very so cool good. so good um, anyway sorry. let's hope that you get it on the week <laughs> that we cover philemon <laughs> uh, I'll be nervous now if I get it. I'm like, uh oh. <laughs> yeah, now you know I like it. Um, yeah, yeah. I was thinking Chronicles, you know, because Chronicles yeah. is kind of a re a retelling of of judges and kings. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of crossover story in there. So mm. I wondered if if we could maybe get rid of Chronicles in favor of the Laodicean letter. But, uh, you know, yeah, we can't, so. Then it's settled, everybody. <laughs> We're getting rid of Chronicles. <laughs> the council has adjourned. We're swapping yeah. it for the new, uh, the other, this new letter, this newfangled letter. letter. Yeah. Imagine they discovered it, man. Imagine that they oh, found man. a copy. Like, so hey, exciting. everybody, we're going to put this online. <laughs> for you what to read. What would you do? Like, I would stay out. I would. How long would you? If they were like, it's the new the letter to the Laodiceans church is going to drop. 
Yeah. <laughs> but we don't know exactly when, but it's going to be this week. I would probably stay up for like two days <laughs> mm. before yeah. I fell <laughs> It would be super exciting if that happens. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. I think we might be nerds. Yeah, man. Perhaps. Perhaps. Well, speaking of which, It'll... we should get on with our nerdy podcast, which is, if you are listening for the first time, which you're probably not, but if you are, and this is your first episode, welcome. You're super welcome. We are here to put together an entertainment an entertaining christian show with quizzes and songs and loads of great stuff including a bible fact at the end of the show which this week is on the last book of the old testament isn't it kieran mm-hmm. you've got you've got a treat yep. for us yep we're in and again michael it's a how do you pronounce it week malachi or malachi i like to say Pick malachi your, choose your pre- <laughs> yeah do you <laughs> yeah well, I like to say melee chai, so... Mm. Uh, <laughs> I'll take two. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it does sound like a trick. Uh, well, let's crack me. on into it, shall we? Michael and Kieran. Michael and Kieran. Michael and Kieran. Michael and Kieran. Okay, Kieran, this week's quiz is... Master Bible Mind Part 2. Oh, oh yes. I know you've I been loved waiting this the this. last time. But then I did very well in that, and I might do mm. badly this week. So. You did. <laughs> so who knows? So a few weeks ago, I gave Kieran a quick fire Bible quiz. How many questions can he get right in 90 seconds? He managed to answer an incredible 13 questions. I went back and checked because... I think in that actual episode, I got it wrong both times. I think I said 14. It was actually 13 questions you answered, 11 of which you got correct, one you got wrong, and one you passed. So you got 11 out of 13, which is very impressive. The listeners were stunned. My jaw was on the floor. We didn't know what to do. But uh, so I really, really what I should have done is just let you, let you retire on that incredible performance. But where's the fun in that? So you've got another 90 seconds to answer as many of these Bible questions as you can. Okay. I'm timing. I am marking. I am doing all the things all at once. So I'll do my best. Yep. But okay. what I will say before we get into it is these ones are a little bit more difficult. Some of them are more difficult. Some of them might take a wee bit more thinking. Um, and some of them, I think you'll just get right. As always, mm. you can pass if you want to. And uh, yeah, if you get one wrong, I'll tell the answer. If you get it right, I'll give you, I'll just say correct, because I don't have time to ding and ruin the audio. So Okay. How are you feeling, Kieran? Are you ready? A little nervous, but I'm ready. All right, here we go. The time starts when I begin my first question. Who asked Pilate for Jesus' body after the crucifixion? Joseph of Arimathea. Correct. What relation was Jacob to Abraham? Grandson. Correct. On which day of the year could the high priest enter the Holy of Holies, the innermost part of the temple? Day of Atonement. Correct. How did Rahab let the invading Israelites identify her house? 
she tied a scarlet thread somewhere. Close enough, correct. What was the name of Hosea's unfaithful wife? Ah, Gomer. Correct. Which three disciples witnessed the transfiguration of Jesus? Peter, James and John. Correct. At the time of the census, which was conducted by Moses in the first chapter of Numbers, which of the 12 tribes of Israel was the largest? Judah. Correct. How many times did Noah send out a dove from the ark? Three. Correct. Whose bones did Moses take with him when the Israelites left Egypt? Joseph's. Correct. Who asked for the John, who asked for John the Baptist's head on a platter? Uh, 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 Herod's daughter. That's your time up, but would you like to be more specific about the answer to Herod's daughter? <laughs> uh, I need a name. The, 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 oh. Uh, Sarah. I have no idea. <laughs> Incorrect. Salome was the correct answer. Ah, I got However, an S. You answered 10 questions in the time. Mm. They were a wee bit longer and needed some thinking. And mm. as you know, Kieran, you got 9 out of 10 correct. <laughs> nice. I'll take that. Well done. Well done. That's incredible. You are very good at the quickfire Bible quiz, my friend. What can I say? It turns out I know something about something, at least on a, <laughs> on a small, small scale, perhaps. Hey, this is eternal scale, yo. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're right, man. You're right. I feel even better now. <laughs> you should, man. I'm very impressed. Uh, you know, I think, you know, I don't want to just tell you you're great, but you should be very, very proud um, of that. Some of those are, are not easy. Uh, remembering Hosea's wife's wife's names tough. Uh, Rahab, Rahab let the invading Israelites identify her house by tying a red cord in her window. Um, but yeah, mm. close enough. And uh, yeah, all the rest. I mean, what relation was Jacob to Abraham? I'm terrible at family trees. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. me too. <laughs> Usually, <laughs> I would have just passed on that, even though I know it. Like I'm right, right. Is it, is it, uh, no, my brain would have just shut down. I would have yeah. four o fourd and. Uh, so very well done very well done hey it was good man a well a well designed quiz kudos to you well, uh, anytime you. you want to do that feel free because i enjoy those <laughs> oh it'll be back <laughs> and listeners uh, we'd love to know how you did as well so yeah absolutely Ooh, unlikely worship songs unlikely okay kieran Unlikely worship song time. Yes. You told us last week that you were without your laptop and you challenged yourself to write last week's and this week's worship song just using the technology that is contained within your mobile phone. Is that correct? Exactly. So we've got another one of those this week. Um, this is also like, like last week's one um, based on a Sam. Mm -hmm. This one is simple. But there's not necessarily anything wrong with <laughs> simplicity, is there? Is there, everybody? No. Um, but uh, but have a listen, Michael, and, and see what you think. Uh, yeah, yeah. 
All right. Well, I will do. This one is called. Can I say what this one is called, Kieran? Is that is that allowed? Oh yeah, sure, sure. This one is called All the Trees, and mm. here it comes. All the trees of the field will clap their hands. Hey. All the trees of the field will clap their hands. Yeah. Hey. All the trees of the field will clap their hands. Yeah. Hey. All the trees of the field will clap their hands. Yeah. Hey. I like last week's better. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. I think it's nice. Yes. Yeah, I do. Um, it's more of a more of an idea that could become a song rather than a song, but mm. uh, but you know, it's something. It's cool, man. I like it. Um, I don't. So here here's me revealing my not knowledge of the Bible. Um, I thought that. Trees of the field will clap their hands was in Isaiah fifty five because that's one of my favorite Isaiah chapters. What ah. psalm is it in as well? Well, do, sure. do you know you might be wrong. You, uh, sorry, you might be right. Rather, <laughs> you might be right about that, bro. No, uh, I mean it might well be in a psalm as well. I just didn't, wasn't sure which psalm it was in. Mm. No. I, I think there's certainly psalms that talk about because um, I didn't have a specific one in mind. Mm, mm. I just had sort of had that concept, that idea. Yeah, uh, for the song, um, but I think there's certainly, um, yeah, mentions of uh, trees in Psalms. I think in terms of creation, oh, yeah, praising definitely. the Lord, perhaps in a slightly different context. But uh, yeah, you're probably right. It's uh, it's it's from Isaiah that I'm thinking of. Yeah, oh, that's cool. It's a, it's a lovely lovely verse, and that's one of my favorite uh, sections of Isaiah. Um, mm. I was, I'm still, wait, I mean, I love that song and thank you again for putting yourself out there to actually write a real song, especially recording it on your phone and giving it to us. Were you singing, uh, on, on a, on a roadside in Wales for that one as well, Kieran? I was, yep. Yeah, same road nice. <laughs> <laughs> at nine o'clock at night or whatever it was. <laughs> I love it, it was starting to rain. Oh, that makes it very atmospheric for me. Um, mm. But I, I still want to... So Unlike the Worship Song originally was kind of a, a vehicle by which you might write songs that are not likely to be heard in church or silly songs or whatever. And I'm still waiting to hear your, your rocks crying out worship song here. And I still ah, want to hear... Yeah. I still want to hear what it sounds like when rocks write a worship song. So, uh, you know, uh, that, I'm, I'm putting in my formal request. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'll see what I can do, my friend. That has a lot of a lot of potential. That one, absolutely. Yeah, but that was... we could have some fun with that. <laughs> that was great, though. This week, thank you. Nice one, thanks. The top, 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 top three, three, three. Well, Kieran, it's time for this week's top three. Top three, 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 and you know, it's a top three. Three words in the Bible in the New International Version. How many times do they appear? Can you rank them from most to least? And um, I don't know about you, Kieran, but has it has it become summery at all? I mean, you're on summer holiday now, aren't you? From you work in schools, so your schools are closed in Scotland, and you're you're mm-hmm. having some time mm-hmm. off, right? 
Yeah. yeah. Have you seen That's have you true. seen that big ball of burning gas in the sky we call the sun these days? Yeah, a little bit, you know, it's peaked out now and again. Yeah. Uh, and while that initially it frightens people in Scotland, we get used mm. to it and you know. Um yeah, so there's been some sunshine. It's been pretty pleasant. That's most cool. of the time. That's nice. Yeah, I mean for for us here in Englandshire, it's been pretty mad. And you know, watching the news as well, the weather has been scary in North America recently. Mm. Um, not that I want to talk about the weather. It's a super British thing to do. But North American listeners just know that we are praying for you in the unprecedented heat wave that you're having. Um, mm. However, I'm, what I'm getting at, Kieran, is that our three words this week are to do with holiday time. Relaxing by mm. the pool. Okay, great. Just chilling out. So I feel better already. Oh, yeah. Just take a moment. (laughs) So your three words this week are pool, reclining, and fan. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) So Kieran is going to try to rank these in the number of times they appear in the New International Version. Pool, Mm. reclining, and fan. What do you think, Kieran? Yeah. Well, I think reclining might be top because there's a lot of uh, meals and stuff in scripture. There's a lot of mm. resting and, well, reclining. <laughs> uh, it's not all sitting about the Bible. Other things happen too. But um, there's definitely quite a lot of that. So I think reclining's maybe top. And then maybe pool next. Mm. I want to say pool is next. Just because I feel like that comes up every so often, like uh, uh, the pool of Siloam. Mm. Uh, the pool at Bethesda, mm. that sort of thing, yeah, you know. For sure. Um, and then fan, fan probably last. I can't think of any mentions of fan off the top of my head in scripture, mm. so I'm guessing there are fewer. So <laughs> I think from top to bottom, it's reclining, mm. pool, fan. All right, let's take a look and see if you are correct. Oh, what an upset. Oh, it's a rare occurrence when the Kieran does not get the top three Uh correct. (laughs) In fact, you were correct in that Fan was at the bottom, but Uh Pool, with 20 mentions, is number one. Reclining, Mm -hmm. seven times, and Fan, just the once. Right, right. So, uh, yeah, uh, it does, so reclining often comes to mind for me as well but i guess there may be instances of reclined rather than reclining um right but yeah pool reclining fan right. and uh yeah there is only one mention of the word fan in the bible kieran uh-huh. um, can you guess where it is or in what context it occurs this one's really tough is it um timothy fan into flame get out. and so on and so forth the get gifts, out right the gifts you were given Paul writes Timothy. Get it right now. <laughs> Bible mastermind. <laughs> did you genuinely know that, or did you just Google it? Tell me now. Tell no, me right now. God is no, right. No, I, I, I was off. The, I was off the top of my dome, <laughs> Michael. Freestyler. Second uh, Timothy one six. For this reason, yeah. I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. Unfortunately, I didn't uh, think of that while I was ranking those words. But yeah, that just came to me. Well, that's very good. Oh. Very well done. I'm impressed. Thanks, man. 
Uh, so I think that you still lose, obviously, and that's the most important thing for me. <laughs> but it's yeah, a moral victory because you knew exactly where a fan is in the Bible, which is pretty impressive. Well, well, you know. But yeah, so you know, it's good. To, it's good to lose now and again. It builds character, <laughs> and I'm sure it's enjoyable for our audience. He said with uh, one eye twitching violently. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll get you, Michael. You, you haven't heard the last Bible of me. Fact. exactly exactly well speaking of which kieran shall we segue effortlessly into the bible fact segment of the show let's do that bible facts coming at ya with some bible facts michael and kieran with some bible facts coming at ya with some Bible facts. Michael and Kiaran with some Bible facts. Well, well, well. Here we are at last. We've come <laughs> to the end of all things in the Old Testament. <laughs> it's time for my friend Kieran to tell us this week's Bible fact about Malachi. Yeah. Malachi. Well, Michael, we are in Malachi, the last book of the Old Testament. Pop quiz. Do you know what Malachi means? Malachi. Oh. Do you know what the name means? Does well, that have interest? I kind of no, do. You won't be penalized if you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, with Malachi, here's the annoying thing. I just read it like two hours ago, what it means. Because I was mm-hmm. familiarizing myself with Malachi so that, you know, I didn't, you know. When when you do a Bible fact, I like to also read the book and make sure that I cool. have experienced the, the book properly. And now I've completely forgotten what it means. So uh, that's sad for me because I read it really recently and now I've forgotten. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, well, no worries, man. No worries. Well, it means my messenger, folks. Ah, that's right. It means right. my messenger. An appropriate name for a prophet, mm. you know. Uh, so that is the meaning of the name. And so to give a little bit of an intro here, um, in, from the introduction to uh, Malachi in the NIV, uh, it says, Malachi, brackets, my messenger, challenges <laughs> the people to honor God properly in their worship and in their dealings with one another. The world could then come to know the Lord as the great king. Malachi brings his challenges in a distinctive style. His, he first offers an abrupt charge voices the anticipated objections, and finally answers those objections. So this is the sort of structure of the, of the dialogue of, mm. of, of Malachi. The book records that some of the people resp- repent in response to these challenges, and that God says he will spare them when he comes to judge the earth. The book ends with God's promise to send the prophet Elijah back before that great and dreadful day of the Lord. So really what we're seeing, I think, in, in Malachi, Michael, is a little bit of history repeating that song, <laughs> whoever that was by. You remember that song? I do. Um, essentially, the people perhaps think that the rebuilding of the temple will mean a golden age of faithfulness to God and everything will be great. Um, but this does not pan out. It turns out that even with a shiny new temple, people are still people. And uh, in Malachi, we see the same unfaithfulness towards God that really has been the recurring theme of all of the prophets and really the same cycle that we see all the way through the Old Testament. 
Um, so the book is uh, instructive, I think, in that it demonstrates that when people turn away from the Lord, as we've seen in the other books, they, they harm themselves. And so we see injustice, we see greed. Um, Malachi points us to the depth of our need for God and the height of God's love for us in Jesus Christ. So I think that's probably, to me, the, one of the most interesting things about it is we see that contrast between the depth of our need and the height mm. of God's love. And I think, again, that's a theme that we see throughout uh, the, the prophet's um, from Malachi 3, verse 2, But who can endure the day of his coming? Who can stand when he appears? For he will be like a refiner's fire or a launderer's soap. He will sit as a refiner and purifier of silver. He will purify the Levites and refine them like gold and silver. Then the Lord will have men who will bring offerings in righteousness, and the offerings of Judah and Jerusalem will be acceptable to the Lord, as in days gone by, as in former years. So I will come to you and put you on trial. I will be quick to testify against sorcerers, adulterers and perjurers, against those who defraud laborers of their wages, who oppress the widows and the fatherless and deprive the foreigners among you of justice. But do not fear me, says the Lord Almighty. So again, we get this picture of God is angry about the injustice that he sees. You know, he's not he's not blind to or ignorant of the the plight of of widows and and the fatherless and those who need justice in this world. And it's mm -hmm. a it's a very important concern to God um, to address that injustice and to set things right. Um, and finally, one more one more quote here, one more passage, because I think this is quite a famous one. Um. But for you who revere my name, this is from chapter four, but for you who revere my name, the sun of righteousness will rise with healing in its rays and you will go out and frolic like well-fed calves. Then you will trample on the wicked. They will be ashes under the soles of your feet on the day when I act, says the Lord Almighty. Remember the law of my servant Moses, the decrees and laws I gave him at Horeb for all Israel. See, I will send the prophet Elijah to you before that great and dreadful day of the Lord comes. He will turn the hearts of the parents to their children and the hearts of their children to their parents, or else I will come and strike the land with total destruction. And that maybe sounds like a bit of a, a downbeat note to <laughs> end the Old Testament on. Mm. But I think what's beautiful is that we get that promise of, you know, um, the, 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 prophet of, the prophet Elijah. And of course, Moses and Elijah appear to Jesus at the transfiguration. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so we get this sort of beautiful picture of God endorsing, yes, this is my son. This is the one who's come to set things right. At least yeah. that's my interpretation. Um, and I love that verse to, he will turn the hearts of the parents to their children and the hearts of children to their parents, that God is about reconciliation. And that's, mm -hmm. you know, uh, why Jesus has come to, to bring us back to God, to restore us to our father and to heal relationships in in this life through through the love of god um and that ultimately that uh some i think in other translations it says i'll maybe strike the earth smite the earth with a curse mm. uh or strike the land with total destruction but i think you could argue that perhaps that refers to jesus taking that punishment for sin you know that that destruction that should have come our way Actually, Jesus took that on the cross that we would not have to to bear that punishment, but instead have have eternal life. So, so I think a really uh, encouraging finish, you know, 
uh, and a beautiful anticipation of what's coming up. Spoiler alert, everybody. It's uh, <laughs> it's about Jesus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so what do you think? I've rambled a bit there. I've kind of touched on a bunch of stuff, so sorry if that was a bit piecemeal. No, not at all. It's um, really good. What do you think? I think it's great. I think it's it, it can become, like we've discussed in previous uh, BioFact segments, it can become slightly frustrating or slightly... Uh, repetitive to feel like oh the narrative is always israel messes up god says that he wants justice and that he wants israel to come back to him and he wants people to come back to him and but ultimately of course that's how the old testament ends because we ultimately know that human strength uh is not enough and that we needed god to intervene through his messiah who is prophesied in these books and and for Jesus to come and uh, to die for our sins. So, you know, it kind of makes sense that this is, like you say, the, 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 the spot where the Old Testament leaves off in anticipation of where the New Testament picks up. And, um, and uh, yeah, just remember that for every time you read the Bible and you're like, oh, how do these people keep on going their own way and keep on ignoring God? It's so obvious to see that God has their best interest at heart and he wants <laughs> only the good for them. Just, you know, remember to look in the mirror because that's yeah. uh, that's you and me yeah. and uh, yeah. and everyone listening. You know, we constantly go our own way. We constantly try to take control of our lives back. We constantly forget to do uh, the things which we know god has for us which are better than the things we desire for ourselves and uh and we need jesus uh so our our story is their story their story is our story and all of it points to ultimately jesus which is very exciting because that is where we are headed this time next week isn't it kieran Mm, absolutely looking forward to it man that's good. I appreciate you journeying with me, Kieran, and you listeners journeying with us through the Old Testament. We hope you've learned a few interesting Bible facts in there, or at least had some uh, food for thought. We've really enjoyed, well, I've really enjoyed, I shouldn't speak for you, Kieran, going through these books oh. together. Don't worry, I have too. <laughs> thanks, <laughs> Michael. And thanks, everybody, for joining us. Yeah, thank you. Bible Facts. Bible facts. Bible facts. Well, Kieran, it's been a lot of fun today. Thank you so much for all your hard work and for your excellent musical contributions and for your, once again, disappointingly successful quizzing. I mean... (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I suppose I should be happy for you, but, you know... (laughs) Yeah, well, we haven't heard like... the last of you, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> you'll you'll be back with an even harder quiz. Well, I mean, I don't uh, yeah, I don't know. And is there even a quiz of any difficulty that can that can keep you at bay? I guess we'll see one day. <laughs> I feel like this uh the last couple of weeks quizzes are in danger of uh, feeding my ego a bit too much, so mm. you need to do something to bring me down a peg. 
oh, I'm sure I'll find something. Mm. I'll just mm. send you a hurtful message in the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. totally. Just kidding. I won't do that, listeners. Words <clears throat> for building up, just like Ephesians says. Um, Amen. But anyway, enough rambling. Thank you, Kieran. Thank you, listeners, for listening. As always, you can find us at Holy Half Hour on social media. And we really look forward to uh, cracking open that brand shiny New Testament with you guys oh, yeah. next week. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Kieran. Thanks, Michael. Thanks, everybody. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.